0: I was listening to a podcast earlier. Nothing. It wasn't even a football-related one. It's actually like an American kind of comedy one, and they were talking about the Messi situation. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that um, the end game for Messi and Ronaldo would be to bring their "quote unquote" rivalry slash brands to the MLS. Um, Ooh, right. That's what, that's what they should do. Like when they're kind of coming to that the actual end. The what close. They, what MLS teams do this is what they did with Beckham they can't afford to pay you the wages that the European clubs are paying you,
1: mm. but
0: they give you equity within the franchise. Okay. So it'll be their way of like expanding their brand. Cause like Cristiano Ronaldo will become like part owner of like LA Galaxy, for example. Oh, and, and Messi can become part owner of like New York Red Bulls or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, I say that's what they should do. And the fact that like there's such a huge South American like culture within the U- United States of America, like it yeah. just, it'll work. And he would be so close to home as well. Do you know what I mean? It's true. Um just saying that'd be like a sick thing they should bring, they should yeah. bring it like to MLS. And they'll kill it in MLS as well, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So
2: Yeah, I'd love to see them in the same league again. Yeah. Yeah. That'd
0: be sick. Yeah, it would. There was a there was a little period, yeah, a little, little period like last year. With it, the rumours were like Messi may be leaving and Man City tried to get him. Yeah. There's rumblings that like yeah. Ju- Juventus were gonna try and get Messi, do you know what I'm saying? Like and playing with Ronaldo. Yeah.
2: But
0: the money's just different, man.
2: It's too much, isn't it? Yeah. Too much for one club to hold hold two beasts in one cage. It's, it's too yeah. mad.
0: Yeah. I mean it, mate, it could be a whole podcast episode of Barcelona. They have what they have done to their club, they fucked everything up. Like it's Jesus. the most poorly run club,
2: man yeah it. it's a shame man and like el Clasico, man like growing up el Clasico was huge yeah now el Clasico is ab- i mean it's been dead but it's absolutely finished it doesn't oh, even I exist see. anymore it's done yeah, yeah el Clasico yeah. is no more yeah it's over yeah but
1: anyways guys before we start to get more and more deeper into our football talk we're in um this is the call center podcast Episode 25, Vienticinco, for the Spanish listeners. I am your host, Brimmer, a.k.a. Mr. 17.5, a.k.a. Ram, the guy who's unofficially sponsored by the likes of Domestos, Andrex, Mr. Muscle. Why you ask when it comes to them dirty jobs? I just love to do them. Come on. Anyways, <clears throat> enough about me. Let me introduce you to a guy who's so complex, but yet so simple. He's made a few appearances on the streets Forbes list. If you know, you know. I once met this guy in central London, bidding for art at Sotheby's auction. (laughs) Do you know what? After the auction, he hopped over the train barrier to avoid paying for a ticket. (laughs) Lee, a.k.a. the broke baller. South London's five-time penny-up-the-wall champion. What's going on, my guy? How are you?
0: Yes, Brima. Thank you very much. I love that. I love that. The thing is, what's happening here is you're going to put so much like targets on my back right now (laughs) with this talk. Like You're going to catch me hopping over a lot more barriers. Um, Well, you know what? I've got something for you guys today. I told you I was going to do this last week. So let me just let you guys know who it is. It's Lee from Humble Beginnings. (laughs) will I ever make it out nobody knows aka the broke baller I've never broke a bone and I've never stolen a ball (laughs) what's going on guys
1: oh man my guy no it's it's good man the energy is definitely here today isn't it even though like outside looks a bit funny we still got the energy isn't it that's good to good to see isn't it anyways to complete the team I have a guy whose talent has no boundaries, fitness, food, YouTube, gaming, social media. He's a self-confessed psychopath. A lot of heroes do it for freedom, equality, legacy, love. This hero strictly does it for the blowjobs. <laughs> Kai Galligan, how are you, my guy?
2: <laughs> yes, bro, what's going on, man? Love the intro. Love that, I love that. I'm doing great, man. Um, like you said, I'm out here, man. Yeah, fitness, fat loss coach, man. Ten years deep in the game. Jeez, ten great. years deep in the game. Ten years deep in the game, training, experimenting on myself, yeah, helping people, learning. And yeah, like you said, some man do it for the money, the paycheck, the bag. <laughs> Some people want the
1: clout, the fame. I do it for the (laughs) blowjobs. Love it, man. The energy is definitely in the building, man. Listeners can tell, isn't it, man? You mentioned you're kind of like 10 years deep into the game. And um, in episode 22, we talked about fasting. Mm. Now, a lot of people that I know who listen to that podcast, that episode, came to me with so many questions as they wanted to embrace fasting as a lifestyle. And one of my guys, one of my main guys, one out of two actually used that episode as a motivation. My guy, Podju start fasting. And um, I saw him, I think it was last Thursday and I could already see the difference that it's made. Amazing. Thing is a lot of my guys and maybe some of our listeners are not on social media or they haven't met you guys. So it's easy for them to presume like you guys are on the skinny side, especially with like previous episodes where you both talked about how skinny you was back in the day. Obviously, this is far yeah. from the truth now. And um, if they were on social media, they would see the gains and the, you know, what I mean, the rippedness and whatnot in it. Pause. <clears throat> Anyways, <laughs> Kai, yeah, I want to start off with you, and then I'll come to you, Liam. I stayed on previous episodes when you was working in Claire's accessories, you said that. um, you were so skinny, you had to wear track suits under your jeans to now mm. being in the uh, the shape and size that you are now. I kind of wanted to pick your brain on what your experience has been with building muscle and, and weight gain and turning like maybe weight into, into gains, into muscles. Amazing. Yeah.
2: Big up, Podju. Big up, everyone that's listening. I love to hear it. I love to hear people like just listening in, giving feedback and um adapting and and taking on things from the pod in it i love to hear that um myself yeah man like like you said man i was i was skinny i was always the skinniest person in the room yeah. wherever i went that's how i was growing up um genetically and just the way i was i was skinny so i kind of had to make a change one day and like really focus to try and put on some sort of weight and it, it, that's where my journey started From where I am now, that's where it started. It started with just trying to put on some sort of weight. I didn't even care if it was muscle. Okay. I just didn't want to be fucking skinny, (laughs) bro. Do you know what I mean? And I know a lot of people who are skinny can relate to that. And the thing is, it was like, I felt like I ate a lot. I felt like I ate quite a lot. But looking back, I didn't eat enough. That's why I was Skinny. Simple as that, so it took a little bit of research, and it took a bit of understanding, okay, what's going to help me put on quality weight and just weight in general. That's what I learned about calories. Bottom line is is if you're eating more calories than your body needs, you will be putting on weight. Right? surplus is it? Yeah, calorie surplus if're you're, If you're going over the amount of calories that your body needs, you will put on some weight. Yeah. ideally you want to be weight training in the gym or at home doing some sort of weight training and you want to be in the right foods. So you put on muscle and if you're super skinny, you might not be concerned about putting on a bit of fat as well. Cause I was, I certainly wasn't, yeah, yeah. I was, I was happy to put on fat muscle, whatever it was. I just, I just didn't want to be a fucking rail. I just did not want to get <laughs> blown away in the wind, bruv.
1: You get me? Yeah.
2: So yeah, yeah, that's where it all started. And um, once I'd done my research, I realized about calories and I, I started tracking it. That's the one of the biggest things I can I can say. You need a period of time. Like, for example, now I don't track my calories meticulously. You know, there's apps out there like MyFitnessPal and yep, others yep, yep. mm-hmm. where you can go on. There's an app. You can download it. It's free. And you, let's say you eat something from a takeaway, something from a restaurant, Something you rustle together, you can go on there and quite easily type it in and it will give you the calories for the food. It's amazing. So you can work out roughly how much calories is in each food. And then from there, work out how many calories am I eating on an average day, on an average week. Yeah. And if you're, and then if you get a set of scales and you start weighing yourself, you can start to see, well, my weight's going up and I'm eating this amount of calories cool, or my weight staying the same. And if your weight staying the same, then you know, you, you, you just got to eat more.
1: Yeah.
2: It's it's really that simple. Um, I think what it comes down to is taking a bit of responsibility, taking a bit of accountability and, and doing the tracking. It doesn't have to be forever in it. Cause sometimes when you hear about tracking and weighing food and, tracking things on apps it sounds a bit daunting it sounds a bit too much yeah like i don't do it to this i don't do it every day now but that's only because i've had the experience of doing it on a daily basis mm-hmm. consistently now i can look at a plate of food and i can i can estimate how many calories are in that okay yeah and based on so, experience yeah based on my experience and i can estimate okay roughly today i probably ate about 2400 calories Ballpark, is in it and then what I do is every, every morning, it's just become part of my routine. I weigh myself. I've got a scales. I get up. First thing I do, I just weigh myself. It takes two seconds, but it's just a good way of like tracking where my weight's at. Is it going up? Is it going down? Because the thing is, when you weigh yourself randomly, you've got, no, you've got nothing to go off. Because I could weigh myself one day And it's not really an accurate representation depending on when you ate last, what you ate, you know, the type of food you ate. Yeah. Loads of different things. How much water are you retaining? So when I do it so regularly, I can see the trend in it. And I write it in my phone notes. And the bottom line is, is like, if you want to gain weight, just start weighing yourself, start eating, start tracking. If it's not, if the scale ain't going up. Yeah eat more that's it and train but don't eat like a fucking asshole eat (laughs) eat 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 the right things in it yeah and we'll probably get into that a little bit more but yeah eat the right things and make sure you're weight training consistently because there's no point just eating like all this food but you're not doing any weight training um because the idea is you want to put on some muscle yeah people want to um people want to look good and be in shape you need to build muscle. It's not yeah. just about just putting on any old shitty weight. Yeah.
1: Because
2: then you'll end up skinny fat. Oh,
1: that, that's,
2: that's the worst, isn't it? Skinny the worst arms. Types of bodies. Skinny, skinny arms, skinny legs, and a yeah. big belly. That's yeah. dead, bruv.
1: Yeah, that's that's the been worst there. type of body. Yeah.
2: So I ain't trying to do that.
1: It's crazy because I think Gucci Mane, um the rapper, he was one of those people that had the he was skinny fat. He, yeah, was he was obviously quite, on that lead <laughs> yeah, he was quite slim, but he's be- he had a huge gut and yeah. um, it's crazy obviously to see him come out at the time he did come out and sort of turn that into like a uh, more, a built body. Like he looked more like healthier. Yeah. He
2: looked um, fucking good. He looked great. Yeah. What?
1: It was mad, didn't it? I almost told him send me to prison because <laughs> I go there for that amount of time and I come out ripped and looking Bro. healthy. It's crazy, isn't it?
2: yeah you ain't you've got a, a lot of distractions go out the window yeah you've got limited access to food real talk and you ain't got much to do it's true It's no surprise that guys come out looking fucking better. It's yeah. no surprise
1: <laughs> no that's 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 definitely a big fact from what you're basically saying is putting on the uh the gains and the masses all down to kind of like tracking your progress don't kind of go in there a bit blind. I can definitely resonate with that because when my own personal journey, when I was um, going to the gym, I just thought, let me just get in the gym. And I didn't know what part of my body I really specifically wanted to work on, Mm. Um, you know, how I'm going to basically improve like parts of my body, like biceps. I just went into there blindly. There was none of that weighing up um, and tracking my progress. And so I think they got to a point where I sort of like, Mm, I'm not really seeing any progress, but I didn't track my progress to begin with. So that's kind of, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So
2: if you you don't have a plan of where you want to go and if you don't have some sort of like documentation of how that journey's going, how are you supposed to know (laughs) when you're, when you're just going off the mirror, you don't fucking know. Mm. I think we can all relate to situations where either it's us ourselves or someone else, you make some changes to your body and it's only when someone actually points it out and says, fucking hell, you, lo- you lost some weight. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what
2: I mean? It's like, I was at football um, Tuesday night and like, I ain't seen a guy in years and he's like, fucking hell, you lost weight in ya? <laughs> like, you look fucking hell. Like, what's your secret? He was asking, he was like pestering me, what's your secret, bruv? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him stop fucking eating, bruv. But, sometimes you wait for those cues isn't it you wait for someone to tell point it out and say oh you look good or oh you've lost weight or oh you're looking kind of hinch you know
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: waiting for something like that to give you cues and when you look in the mirror because we look in the mirror every day yeah you don't really every day it's so gradual you don't see any progress but someone else will see you and think wow this this you've put on some size or you've lost weight or there's something there's a change in it but you can't wait for that yeah when you have data when you have weigh-ins and tracking calories and all these kind of things it gives you it puts the power back in your hands
1: Mm. yeah absolutely agree on that one there liam same question to you um what's your experience with um muscle for slash weight gain um thinking a few episodes back when we were talking about cooking, uh I think you might have mentioned it that you were skinny and certain family members a tyrant because of the foods you ate and you was, you know, malnourished, <laughs> et cetera. So um obviously you're clearly not that now unless, you know, you got some, I don't know, tricks going on. Um so what's been, what's what's been your experience, my guy?
0: It's all photoshop, man. Everything you see on Zoom, <laughs> everything you
1: see on um on IG.
0: Oh, it's all thanks, thanks to Adobe. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? I, I I can kind of relate to Kai um, on a lot of things. So I was always, yeah, the skinniest guy um, around my area, the skinniest guy in class. Yeah. Um, I kind of had a maybe different sort of experience getting out of that though. So where Kai was sort of like wearing the double um, tracksuit bottoms under the jeans, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. and yeah. wanting to put on any form of weight, I, my thing was kind of like the reverse. I got told I was skinny so much that I started to kind of own that. So, my even like sort of tag name and stuff like that would be like based around being a skinny person, for example. Right, yeah. Be a Margot. right? And um, I kind of owned that character. So, even when I'd go on holidays, places like for and stuff, it would be nothing for me to walk around with like my shirt off or like just in a vest and stuff. And I'd be like skinny, like you can see that. Like my bone structure like my collarbones and stuff yeah, like i could, yeah, I could yeah. catch rain i could catch rain and <laughs> <laughs> you know and the collarbone just like sticks yeah. out under the traps oh man and um i own that and i used to go on holiday i'm not going to like name anyone but i used to go on holiday with a lot of men that like had a bit of weight on them and they'll be scared to back off their top do you know what I'm okay. saying? You're, like, you're lucky man you're lucky you can just like do whatever and i'll just be like stick thin like hardly no definition or nothing in it but i think at that time you know you had like people like Lil Wayne and Eminem and people like that. Like, with you know,
1: Khalifa this, even.
0: Yeah, with Khalifa, yeah, exactly. People that like they had like other things going on aesthetically, whether it be like tattoos, dreads, piercings, whatever, all sorts of stuff going on in it. Yeah. So you can kind of get away with not being a muscular kind of person. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, I've always just been involved and infused by physical fitness. So mm. played football all my life. Um And other sports as well. Um, Always like participating in like different sports, whether it be like at school or like even just like around the area. And I brought weights at a very early age. Um, You kind of get to an age, I guess, when you're in your sort of like mid teens where you start to like interested in women and whatever else. So you kind of want to like start to take your physical appearance a bit more seriously. Yeah. The first thing you do is you go down to Argos.
1: Argos, you know.
0: Get yourself your, your York dumbbells. Yes, um, I had the gold ones. so like plastic. Yeah, um, and you could just hear the sand like the sand in it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Trust me. It's like fucking. It's like you're walking on the beach, and <laughs> all you're doing is on your you're on the end of your bed with your fucking elbow into your fire. And you're just doing fucking dumb, but like bicep curls. That's all you're doing. All you care about is just getting biceps for the summer. So people can be attracted, like be infused. You weren't doing no shoulder presses, nothing with your chest, just arms, arms, arms. Right. But I'm kind of digressing. But what I would say is that, so my kind of relationship with um, fitness has always been there, but I never really truly got into a structure until I kind of, I'll say maybe mid to late twenties. Okay. um i started to sort of like follow a structure like what Kai's kind of talking about where you're tracking your progress and like you're trying to like up the amount of weight that you're lifting every single week yeah um one thing that i'm really big on now and we may get into this a lot later i guess in, in the episode maybe but one thing i will say that i'm really big on now is like supersets or like yeah. double sets and stuff so like i don't just like do an isolated exercise i'll kind of like mix my exercises up within one sitting um yeah. And that kind of goes into like efficiency, but also kind of like working the muscle to to almost um, failure, so to speak. Yeah, you know, which I think is which I think is quite a key thing. But one thing I sort of like end on with this is with the gym, I find that even though we all have our goals and all the things that we're trying to achieve and stuff, you're, you're, there's always ways in you, which you can consistently learn. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was like up until like last year as a big adult there'll be periods where I'd be doing certain exercises, but my form will still probably be a bit shit. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So you've got to yeah. kind of like, you've got to put form and the way of doing things over just picking up looking 28 kg dumbbells and just swinging them around your shoulder. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, my, my whole sort of relationship with the gym and like putting on weight and stuff like that has always been an up and down kind of one. Um, yeah. I still think I'm relatively slim now. Um, I don't think I'm like, where I'm at in terms of where I want to be. I want to yeah. put on a bit more weight and put, put on a bit more mass. And I feel like I've kind of plateaued personally, but it's something that I've kind of owned. So even the way in which I sort of style myself or the way in which I sort of carry myself, I've kind yeah. of, I kind of own where I'm at. Um, and I guess it goes with anything, right? If I woke up tomorrow and I put on 10 stone, I'd obviously have to dress appropriately
1: for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah. Peaks and troughs is what I'll kind of leave that on.
1: Yeah, no, that 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 that's, that that makes a lot of sense there. I think for me personally speaking, um, I've kind of had the the stage of my life where I was extra skinny up until like um, just before I went off to uni. Um, okay. So about from the eight, yeah up to about eighteen, I was always the extra skinny guy because I'd be in the area riding around on my bicycle all day, running around, so very active. Then when I went off to uni, I think life slowed down a bit. <clears throat> And a lot of just, like, cramming, reading, and then just eating, not really going that much. So when I came back to the area, <clears throat> a lot of people that hadn't seen me during the semester would say, oh, you're starting to put in a bit of weight, sort of like what you guys said about you kind of wait for people to give you the cues, right? And then they won't see me for another semester. Then like, okay, you're, you're starting to get a bit big in the final semester. And then they'll slightly drop it in there. You're looking like an uncle. That's the science to say, yeah. <laughs> 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 so um, obviously, yeah. I had the uh, stage where I kind of lost was working towards just losing um, weight and then maybe turning into muscle later on. Um, so I kind of had it reverse where I was skinny. that went to being a bit big and then working on reducing. um as, as we mentioned, the episode 22 uh, through techniques like fasting and stuff like that to lose the unhealthy weight gain that I, I had. And then, they got to a stage where I was actually too skinny, like I mentioned in episode 22, where when I went to work, people started saying, am I sick? Is there something wrong with me, et cetera? So then I started working on putting on healthy weight and then also working on muscle, muscle gain, et cetera. So that kind of leads me on to my next question that I kind of really had for you, uh, Kai. Um, in terms of, you, you mentioned like... Um, the theories behind it, like um measuring your progress, um, as well as that, the I think you briefly touched on it, like your sets and repetitions to a failure. Um I kinda wanna delve a bit more into that. Um, starting with yourself, Kai. Mm. Um, what are the key things that work for you or maybe don't work for you? So um efficiency um in the gym, um rest days. Um I know pretty much um looking at your Instagram stories if I wake up at four or five o'clock in the morning, the first thing I see come up my story timeline is five o'clock adapt or perish. So that means you've probably went to bed, I don't know, like nine or 10 o'clock the the day before. Mm. How important is like um, sleeping early? So what, what works for you? And um, during your experiences, what hasn't worked for you? Yeah. I love that. Um, Yeah. So
2: sleep is sleep is right up there. Sleep is very important um it's underrated i think we all know that we need quality sleep but at the same time we don't really take it seriously yeah um you know you hear things like i'll sleep when i'm dead sleep is the cousin of death <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You, know, you hear that kind of shit <laughs> um yeah i, mean? I all those motivational speakers be like oh you ain't got time to sleep you got a grind and all that shit you know what i mean so um yeah so I think the key is just get you need sleep. Yeah. Um and it's quality over you need quantity but it is quality. Yeah. Um so I would prioritize sleep and the the one of the best ways to do that is to create a bedtime routine. Yeah. and a morning routine. So that's what I try and do. I try and go to bed the same time every day and wake up the same time every day. It doesn't okay. always happen. Sometimes it fucks up. Sometimes I stay up too late, but like it, what I try and do is prioritize the morning. So even let's say like my bedtime ideally is nine o'clock. Okay. But maybe I end up staying up late, staying up past it because I've got to do something right. Regardless of that, I'll prioritize the morning. So I'll still, regardless of how late I go to bed, I'll try and get up early. Um, because I train in the morning. Yeah. That's when I go to the gym. And the main reason for that is because the discipline aspect, but also the fact that the gym's empty. Yeah. Because training in the morning or training late at night, dep- depending on your schedule, Training in an empty gym is way different from training in a packed gym.
1: True stories. It's not even close to that.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like today I went to the gym um, about four thirty, five o'clock. Yeah. Um, and it was rammed. It was rammed, and I adapted. I did my thing. I'm very comfortable in there, so it's fine. But I can only imagine as if I was a newbie and I I didn't have much experience, that would be fucking daunting. Daunting, yeah. Overwhelming and i would just say you know what i don't want to get the fuck out here as soon as i can let me go on the (laughs) the treadmill for like 20 minutes and start. yeah honestly and that's me being like 10 years deep in the game yeah thinking like yeah i can totally understand why someone would do that so i would definitely encourage people to think about the times that you train because it changes what what you can can do even yeah it changes what you can do the the, the machines and the the weights that you have access to just the freedom and just it's totally different when you can just pick and choose what you want to do yeah um but the key things for me in terms of muscle gain muscle building is one of the key things is workout frequency so when i first started working out I did a split of one body part every day pretty much. And I did that. I picked a body part throughout the week. So let's say I'll start on Monday and do chest and maybe a little bit of triceps. Yeah. Tuesday I'll do back a little bit of biceps. Wednesday I'll do legs. Thursday I'll do shoulders. Friday I'll do arms and maybe a bit of abs. And then weekends I'll take off. That was like my routine when I first started.
1: Where did you get that route? That that awfully sounds very close to my routine currently. Where did you yeah. steal that from? Yeah. So
2: that that's like the typical bro split. Okay. That's the typical go to like split that. Yeah. It's been around for years. Yeah. And you'll see results from that. That's yeah. why it's about. Um, and it's also in magazines. Like I remember, I picked up a a men's health magazine. and yeah. it was a, There was like a maxi muscle. Uh, article and they gave you a little pamphlet and it had like a little workout routine and it was on there as well and when i first started working out that's something that i followed now this is you, obviously you're going to see some results from that but that is something that i feel like i've learned from and now what i try and do is try and train more frequently in terms of each body part so, because one thing I researched and I, I learned from my, from like doing my own research and looking into things is as a natural lifter, because we're talking about natural lifters, we're not talking yeah. about people on steroids, because that's a whole different game. <laughs>
1: yeah, so that's, that's a different podcast. It's a whole different, different so. game, isn't it? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. There's
2: a whole different game because there's a lot of men that we look up to that are on steroids.
1: Yeah. Yes? Big
2: facts. And that's no hate, but it's just reality. So, As a natural lifter, our bodies, let's say you weight train on a Monday, 24 to 48 hours at the absolute most is when protein synthesis is happening and muscle building is happening. So that means that by Wednesday, all the muscle building processes are done. Mm. So if I hit my chest on Monday, Wednesday the muscle building is done. So me doing chest on Monday and then leaving it all the way to Monday. Yeah. It's leaving gains on the table mm-hmm. because by Wednesday, yeah, you, you, you could be sore because maybe you've gone ham on that Monday. Cause it's the only thing you're fucking training. Right. Yeah. So you've done a mad amount of volume and you've hit it really intensely. So you're still sore. You still got the DOMS right till Friday or something. But in terms of muscle protein synthesis and muscle building, by Wednesday, that process is done. Done. Anything extra is just extra damage that you didn't need. Mm. So to maximize and optimize muscle building, you want to like play into that idea of 24 to 48 hours I'm ready to go again on that muscle group. Yeah. So what that means in a sense is each muscle group could and potentially should, if you want to optimize be hit two to maybe three times at least a week. Yeah. So that's where I changed around my routine. So instead of hitting split where it's like one body part per day. Now I have a simple routine. It's very simple. I do a push day with legs. Yeah. And I do a pull day with legs. And that means that I get to hit each muscle group at least two, maybe three times a week. Yeah. So, like on my push day, it's all push exercises. So that means I'm pushing the weight away from me. Yeah. So as you can imagine, that's like chest when you're doing a bench press or a dumbbell press, right? Mm-hmm. Shoulders when you're doing a dumbbell press. Um, triceps where you're pushing the weight down on a tricep push down yep back is hit on pull day so the following day so you're doing pulling movements so that might be a deadlift where you're pulling the weight up that might be a pull, da- a pull down like a lat pull down, Lap or, pull down or, yeah. or, or a pull up also biceps where you're pulling the weight up traps where you're pulling the weight up yep So I'll split it up to push and pull and I'll divvy up the legs. So on the push day, I'll do quads and calves. So quads, I might do squats and uh, calf raises, something like that. Mm. And then on the pull day, I'll do hams and glutes. So hamstrings and glutes. So I might do something like rear dead, um, Romanian deadlifts and leg curls. And then I might do something for glutes. So I'll split it up. But what ends up happening is I'm hitting legs every single session. Okay. So instead of having one big leg day, I'm hitting it every day. I'm hitting legs every day. Mm. And like from my experience, the muscle group that I've built the most up is my legs in terms of my progress. Because again, going back, Them days there. Claire's accessories. Man was wearing jeans. Yeah. Tracksuit bottoms. Another pair of tracksuit bottoms and shorts. Wow. Man was wearing bare layers. Wow. Because my legs were so skinny. My legs were so frail. I could have got blown away in the wind. Jeez. Do you know what I'm saying? But now it's like the frequency's gone way up. Mm. And I think that's the key. I think muscle that the training frequency has to go up. And also that one of the main key things to build a muscle, I believe is mind muscle connection. That sounds like a gimmick, right? But in my humble opinion, from my experience, it's not. I think about all the times um, I've gone over the years, right? When I train, there's certain, if you think about, think about when you train, right? There's certain muscle groups that you find it, when you do the exercise, you can really feel the muscle working. You find it easy to get a pump in. And you have that connection with. And there's certain exercises where it's like, it's more like you're just going from A to B. Yeah. The pump isn't really there you don't feel it directly in the muscle. You're not like every, like from the get go, I'm talking from rep one. Yep. You don't really feel it. You're just kind of just doing the movement. Yep. Those exercises are fucking dead. Big facts. You've got to feel it from the get go. Yep. And when I do leg exercises, my mind muscle connections really like in sync. So I could do leg extensions, leg curls, a squat, a leg press, whatever I'm doing from rep one on the stretch on the squeeze i feel it from rep one whereas like let's say like a back exercise like a lat pull down i found it really hard to get a pump in my back okay and i couldn't really it, it just didn't feel the same it didn't feel like i was contracting so when i pulled it down yep i was squeezing when i let the weight up I was stretching the muscle it just felt like i was just going from a to b up down it didn't feel the same and that's where i realized like my my back was actually lagging because i didn't have that same connection Mm -hmm. that i have so it's like i yeah it's two things it's frequency and also my muscle connection i think those two are key so if there's any lagging body part that you have i'd say up the frequency Train it more often. So let's say you've got, I don't know, you've got shit biceps mm. and maybe you train them once a week. Train them three times a week, yeah. even four times a week. Train up the frequency, lower the weight, and pick exercises where you really feel
1: it throughout the whole rep range. That's what I would say. Yeah, that's that's, that's big facts, man. And um, I can definitely um, attest to that also. Um, I put a post up, I think it must have been about two weeks ago, one guy I know, it, he was um, constantly calling me out for having bingo wings. I'm not going to mention his name. Nice. And um, yeah, this guy kept calling me out for bingo wings. And it actually um, helped in it because to a certain extent, he was telling the truth, like my bicep was well-developed, hmm. but my triceps wasn't as developed as the biceps. So, okay. It kind of motivated me to go ham. And you know you talked about um maybe only touching one muscle group a week or one part of your body a week. Yeah. That made me sort of adapt it where I might have like a day where I'm working on my chest and triceps and then on, on um on the Monday and then Tuesday I'll be working on something different. But on the Wednesday, I would dedicate a good maybe fifteen to twenty minutes kind of reading up on it again. Okay, so the but, frequency goes up, yeah, but on yep. Saturday or Sunday, I will sort of do like my full body workout, and yeah. again, I'm kind of hitting that muscle again, the triceps again i've seen the big difference from when I was doing it the first way round, so yeah, I can definitely attest to that, and um it, it's definitely helped me. Um, I put the picture up, kind of gloating, look at my triceps and stuff like that, yeah. and yeah, so I can definitely I can definitely vouch. For that advice as well, uh, kind of want to move on to Liam a bit. Same sort of question. Same question uh, completely. Um, yeah. What what's been um what's your do's and don'ts? What's your what works for you? What doesn't work for you? Um.
0: Firstly, I just want to say like coming off the back of what Kai was saying, it's going to be quite difficult for me to find things to kind of add to that. I mean, everything that Kai said. Is not only something I agree with, but I was also learning as well. Something I kind of want listeners to kind of know as well is that when it comes to like my, my current food plan and um, partially like a lot of my workouts as well, I get them from Mr. Kaya Galligan um, fitness coach. So Come yeah, on. you guys sign up. If you like my pictures, just know <laughs> who's behind the creation. It was more Jeez. than Adobe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, I think that for me personally, I'm very similar again. I feel as if like when I first like kind of getting into the gym seriously in my adult in my adult years, I was doing the whole chest on Monday, shoulders on Tuesday, arms on Wednesday, blah blah blah, right? And like I was saying, you've kind of come around to the next week and do it all over again, and you're not really making any sort of progress. You are just like you're lifting the same amount of weights and yeah. blah blah blah. Now. I've, I'm yet to get to kind of like the push and pull sort of phase. And it is something that I should actually start trying this winter, I'd imagine. But yeah, what I tend to do now where I was saying to you earlier that I do like supersets and stuff like that.
2: Yes. Love that.
0: Now I kind of do like my Monday would be chest, shoulders and a bit of like arms as well. Yeah. So I'm like cramming three things into like an an hour session basically. Okay. And then Tuesday will be like, um, completely all arms, and then some abs. Yeah. Wednesday will be back. Also shoulders again. So I like to hit shoulders twice because they're quite small muscles.
1: It's yeah. quite
0: an isolated area. So I'll do shoulders again. And then I'll also even put in some more arms as well because, you know, arms is what everyone sees, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then the mistake I guess I kind of make though is that like on the fourth day, it's legs. And I just literally dedicate everything to legs and I go in on legs. Now, Yeah. the only reason why I'm not too down about that is by cramming everything into a four-day window they come back around a lot quicker so it doesn't Mm. take me it doesn't take me seven days for it to come back around again
2: yeah yeah
0: i'm hitting chest on like the fifth day again so it comes back around sort of thing um which is pretty good because it still feels like i'm fitting them into the same week yeah kind of thing um so i definitely still feel the benefits of it and The one thing I was fascinated about what Kai was saying, which I've never really heard before, but I've definitely felt it, is that feeling of just going through the motions when you're doing certain exercises.
1: Yeah. Let's have
0: it right. Certain exercises are absolutely shit. Yeah. And and it's not because they're a struggle. It's just because, like, I just don't get anything from it.
2: Is there any any that you could say, like... Off the head, off the you know, top, off the dome.
0: It's funny you're doing that motion, yeah. Lap pull down, lap <laughs> pull down. Lately, it's just been a waste of my time.
2: I yeah, bro, it's like, dead,
0: bro, it's dead. Yeah, and the other one as well, where it's like seated row, when you're like rowing. Oh uh, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. You're pulling the cables towards you and stuff, and you're like you're a to b posture up. Yeah, it's just like you're going through the motions and certain things like that, and even certain like shoulder press. I'm not the massive. I'm not a massive massive. Okay, okay, either. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the biggest fan but I, I do get some benefits from it but i prefer shoulder shrugs i'm a very big shoulder shrug guy I'm yeah, shrugs, very, yeah i'm a very big um raises as well yeah yeah like yeah yeah, lateral yeah. Raises.
2: Um, you can't escape that pain yeah
0: yeah it's like it's, it's movement as well it's mobility
2: mm. as yeah. well
0: like in the muscles and in the joints isn't it so those kind of things that i do really like but again i would kind of say that certain things that I kind of want to get into on a lot more is I want to try different routines. Yeah. The the pulling and the pushing and stuff like that. And obviously when the world was a little bit more open, um, through work, for example, I was doing hit classes once a week. Oh, right. I do want to kind of go to different people's gyms and try out like CrossFit training and try out like even like MMA. And like, I want to try different things out Mm. and then different sort of like ways of working out. Um, some of my friends at the moment who are really into the gym, are really into fitness over the summer period have taken up swimming, for example. They're really into swimming at the moment. So, like yeah. It seems like quite a big trend. Everyone's signing up to their local leisure center and they're doing like a swimming class once a week or whatever. It's just things like that, isn't it? It's just like pushing your body and putting yourself into different scenarios and just seeing how your body sort of like adapts to it. Yeah. Um, it's quite fascinating to me. But yeah, um, at the moment, I'll be honest with – you guys and the listeners, I feel like I've kind of plateaued gym wise. Um, oh, really? I've built some good muscle over this period since like spring to summer, um, and I feel as if I'm confident in the way in which I look, but I don't feel as if I'm gaining much more. Like when mm. I weigh, when I weigh, I don't weigh myself every day. But when I weigh myself once or twice a week, I'm seeing like maybe on the first day I might see a bit of a drop. And then like when I go to weigh myself again a few days later, I might see a bit of an up again. So it's just a very yeah, yeah. Like, up and down kind of thing at the moment. Um, so for me to kind of go on that trajectory of like building more muscle now, I think I am coming to that point, that summit, where I'm going to have to switch up my routine and like switch mm. up the foods that I'm eating and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which can definitely be discussed at any time. I'm, I'm up for And that's why, again, this podcast in general, and just speaking about this stuff is educational, even though I'm on the thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're getting to like listen, bounce ideas around between the three of us. You know,
1: yeah, same, right. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. And um, you guys are talking about exercises where you kind of feel like you're going through the motion. Yeah, um, I definitely. Obviously, I don't like judging, and I never, I never do judge because I was once one of those guys when I wanted to work on my core. There's this seated kind of crunch. Um, oh yeah, I, I think that's a waste of time, in, in my opinion. Mm. But I'd have to disagree with you guys on the lap pull down. Yeah. Um okay. it's only recently, guys, that I've actually felt and seen the differences in my laps um after using that machine. Before you're right, I'll just kind of pull it down, up, then down, up then down. But while I'm pulling it down, like I think Kai used a term called muscle memory. My, my muscle connection. Yeah. So as I'm pulling it down, I'm kind of making my back in a certain way and my arms in a certain way where I can actually feel the squeeze. Yeah. And the weight is being pulled from my back. Yes. Whereas before when I was doing it, I was sort of just using my biceps to, so I'll finish the set and but the set and then my biceps were bigger than. Yeah. 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 Than before. And that's, that's quite common. I, yeah. It's quite common to get bigger biceps from pulling it down yeah. rather than using your back to pull it down. Yeah. And one thing that, i've found out about me is like there's certain muscles that i'm i'm quite naturally good at or i naturally have like my biceps for example when i sort of find a new exercise that's worked a new part of my body like a new muscle i sort of rinse it out um (laughs) quite a lot i think in the last month um yeah in the last one month i think my highest in terms of like bench pressing chest the highest that I would ever do would be like 15 15 so that'd be 50 50 kg and not much people really know about that so i just quickly bang my 50 kg and that would be my limit that would be all that i can i can do yeah um kai sort of mentioned that um in certain times of going to the gym there's more freedom so i stuck to my five o'clock um in the morning shift and i think liam i told you about that time where I made a change from going after work to going in the morning all the time. Because before I kind of switch it around and me going in the morning allowed me to dry 20 on each side and then go up to 60 yeah. at the moment in time. Now I'm on 90. So I've gone from uh, 50 to 90 in the space of less than one month. And I can definitely see like, and feel like my chest much yeah. bigger and looking much better than, i would have got and obviously i've kind of stuck more to like a protein shake i use optimum nutrition i'm not too sure that's the best one that's the only one i've tried since i've been on this sort of health journey and um, i can definitely feel the recovery process and the, the, the building of muscle in certain areas um so yeah that's 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 brilliant stuff man a lot of a lot of gems there from both of you guys
0: um, I wanted to say quickly as well, one thing I didn't mention, which um Kai said as well, and you've just said brimmer, is that like sleep and like time of working out is very important as well, yeah, um, I think again, I've been through periods of like working out in the evening, um yeah, like you know after work and stuff like that, and it's just never felt the same, yeah, um you end up even though again, I know my way around the gym and I'm core cool whatever it's like. You end up just spending so much time on a treadmill because it's the only thing you can really you can get use. Yeah. Like, and I don't want to be on a treadmill. I have no business running <laughs> yeah. on a treadmill. Yeah. But, like, I'm just here doing it because, like, I'm waiting for, like, a machine to come free, or like, it's it's a lot more, you're a lot more conscious of, like, things that are around you as well. And yeah. it's very difficult for you to, like, feel comfortable sitting on a bench working out, knowing full well that someone is just waiting. For waiting. To yeah. Yeah. At. Yeah. 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 They yeah. want that bench. They want that machine. Um, so that's definitely something for me that like I feel if you can get your sleeping pattern right and you can try to wake up earlier in the morning and go before work, um, you the world your oyster essentially yep. you get so much of a better workout in.
2: It's um, amazing. I think the yeah.
0: people. I think everything just about the gym is just better first thing in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, and another thing I kind of want to say really quickly as well is that I'm a free weights man as well. I'm not a big big machine guy. Yeah. Um, and that's probably why I was saying like the lap pull down and stuff like that doesn't really work yeah. for me. Um, machines, I feel as if are important. Um, we don't have them in our homes, so it's good to like use a machine because that's essentially what you're paying for the gym for. Yeah. I think. Um, but machines for me are generally used for exercises that are like, almost impossible for me to do um, with free weights. So yeah. I feel like things like that. heated calf raises are quite a good one. And. Mm-hmm the leg curls for example like our stuff that you can't really do with like free weights um but at the same time i use them a lot for cool downs or warm-ups
1: okay i'll
0: do like a warm-up sort of chest press on the machine before i actually go to do some like proper free weights and do it properly or like at the end of a chest session i'll go and like do a cool down on like the chest press machine and just sort of like get the pump before i leave the gym Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I feel as if free weights are always the way forward. Don't be scared to walk into the jungle and and then pick up some weights.
2: I you heard the agree. man. I agree with man. that. I agree with that. I think a lot of people, when they don't have experience, I can only imagine. I can I can totally un- imagine that when you don't have a lot of experience and you're going into the gym at a packed time and there's loads of people around and the free weights area is packed full of people already using dumbbells, already using the bench press using the squat rack. It's a big effort to go in there and like disturb people. How many sets you got left? You got, and yeah. All that bullshit. So I get it. But yeah, I, I would say free weights are definitely better than machines. Like bottom line, like most of my training that I do is either body weight or free weights. I don't really
1: use machines that much. You heard a man. Start using free weights, guys. Ease off on the machines if you can. There were mostly dirty jobs, though, that other people didn't want to do. A Canadian fertility doctor has agreed to pay £10.7 million, which is £7.7 million, pounds, settlement after being accused of impregnating women with the wrong sperm, including his own. so there's reports that 17 people use DNA tests to ascertain that 82 year old Dr Norman Barwin 82 82 is their biological father after the families went to him for fertility treatment (laughs) apparently 11 children of 11 children of the patients of Barwin don't actually have their DNA of their intended biological father Leaving 83 who have no idea who their biological father is, as well as the 17 who are children of Barwin. And apparently, according to Ottawa General Hospital, this dates all the way back to the 1970s.
2: He so is just... on crud. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's wow. doing that on purpose, isn't it? That's a it's sexual cr- deviant. <laughs> A new,
0: a new style of kidnapping, right? I <laughs>
1: um, but I mean, it kind of brings a question about uh, maybe we should probably for another a, uh, a podcast episode. I guess about um, abuse of, of power position. Um, he's probably in a position where people are kind of like trusting him to, to uh, do the right thing, in it, and he just abuses his power. He's
2: just putting his own spunk in the fucking women. That's fucking outrageous. That's fucked up, in it. And he's got what 17 kids, yep. That's the ones that they are definitely his, but you know, he's old and wrinkly, he's like 82. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do to him? What put me in jail, bruv? I'll be gone in like 10 years, bruv. It. Like, it's kind of peak, isn't it? Yeah. It's peak, no child support,
0: nothing. He's dead, yeah. Man, <laughs> ain't
2: doing nothing. Man's retired, bruv.
0: He's a walking dead man, and the, the thing is, as well, it's like. It's the fact that like there's actual biological quote unquote fathers that are walking around that have like been trying to have kids with yeah. women. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's just switched the sperm around and stuff like that. Yeah. That's that's, that's kidnapping. It's kidnapping before yeah. born before being born, isn't it?
2: That's yeah. Like, what, what I don't get is why is he putting another like fair enough if he wants to put his own sperm in there that's fucked mm. up as it is. Yeah. Man. Yeah. But why is he putting random Don's sperm that's not <laughs> even the right <laughs> donor in there? What is he doing, bro? Yeah. Mate. Trying to play well, God in it.
1: Yeah, that's it. And that's all down to power. The thing I would probably say on this to summarize is it's just all a sticky situation. Oh God.
0: Bang, 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 and the dirty is gone.
1: Anyways, Kai. So um my last sort of question um mainly to you is um from a personal experience. Obviously, we've worked together. Um, I've seen you at one point where you was overweight. And I remember being obviously in the kitchen at the time, the staff kitchen, and you would kind of like bring in your apparatus sort of bagging <laughs> up, sort of bagging up the, the way the way protein and yeah, like you... measuring your food and all of that kind of stuff. So you've been a skinny guy. Yeah. And then you've been one of those guys where you said eating like an arsehole and being overweight. Yeah. So I guess what are your tips from both sort of body compositions where you're over skinny, what are your top tips for being over skinny and then, putting on some gains and then from being fat or overweight, I would say politically correct PC brims. I'm not a fed to then turning that fat into actual muscle and then maybe shredding down.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first off, if you're overweight, you are fat. That is the truth. Um, It's not a bad thing. It's just reality. Um, I've been fat. I've been skinny. And I think when I was skinny, it was because I didn't eat enough. I used to play Call of Duty all day, uh, go to my part-time job at Claire's Accessories, um, and I'd eat big in like I'd eat a lot in one sitting, Mm. but I'd only eat like twice a day or maybe three times a day. And what I thought was a lot wasn't that much. Yeah. So one thing that I that helped me gain weight way quicker was the consistency of how often I ate. Okay. So I ate instead of eating maybe three times a day, it went up to like four, five, six times a day. Yeah. Um, but one thing I've learned since then is even if you're going to up your frequency, I wouldn't personally advise someone to eat all day, every day. Yeah. Snacking, just eating all the time. If you want to gain weight, do it the right way. And I would still have a like some period of of a fasting window. Okay. You can just just give your body a bit of a break, and in that fasting window, let's say you eat from, let's say you eat from twelve to eight, twelve lunchtime to eight pm. Yeah. Do four or five meals in that time. Split it up, but eat in meals. Don't eat fucking snacks. Because what yeah. I used to do is I I used to eat meals, but then I'll snack in between Mm -hmm. and I'll be drinking milk in between. I'll be drinking fucking calorie filled drinks and big, crazy protein shakes with peanut butter and bananas and all kinds of crazy shit in it. (laughs) And I'll be having like snacks of chocolate crisps, nuts, all that in between. Fuck the snacks, regardless of if you want to gain weight or lose weight. Snacking, in my opinion, is dead. Eat meals, eat proper meals. And that's how you end up... Because you know them Dons that are skinny fat? I've been there. Yeah, oh, really if you're skinny fat, if you're listening to this and you your arms are like noodles, but your belly is looking <laughs> nuts, that is because you eat like an arsehole. You eat like an actual arsehole. So you've got to change up your diet, eat in set meals. So let's say you eat four times a day. But instead of like... because what I observe people in it, especially when I was like working in the office and stuff like that, a lot of people overboard on the carbs, don't eat enough protein and they avoid fats. But if they do get fats in, it's because of like the crap that they eat. Yep. So eat protein. So eat your meats, chicken, uh, fish, beef, eggs, There's a lot of fucking conspiracies and talks and bullshit about cholesterol and saturated fats from red meats and eggs causing cholesterol problems and heart disease and all that. Yeah. In my humble opinion, I would say do your own research and don't buy into a lot of these mainstream documentaries because – they have their own agenda. There's a reason that these documentaries are funded by certain industries and are pushing out there. Get me? You can't just listen. Like, mainstream media and the government, it's like people that chill in their bedrooms wearing jeans. What do you mean by that? It's like women that crop their feet out of their Instagram
1: pictures. They're untrustworthy. Wait, wait, Kai, have you seen the one where... um... A kind of like a, the girl takes a picture and she kind of put the bag in front of her stomach to kind of
2: yeah h- hide it. It's hide. untrustworthy. <laughs> There's some sort of manipulation involved.
1: Headshot, headshot specialist, the one that up from like head, head up, yeah, yeah, neck up. angles. It's, it's untrustworthy. There's something dodgy
2: hurt. here. You need to take it with a pinch of salt. Mm. So what I'm saying is, is do your own research. Don't listen to me. Don't. Rely on one or two sources. Yeah. Spread yourself out. No homo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounded like... wild. That's <laughs> it, eat your meat, then spread yourself out straight after. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs>
2: like spread out where you get your sources from. Mm-hmm um uh, and do your own research yeah and yeah just 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 keep that in mind and there's there's loads of ways to go about it isn't it in terms yeah. of gaining weight losing weight either way when I was fat or when I was skinny I was eating like an asshole kind of both times yeah so focus on the quality of foods focus on eating meals instead of snacking all day and like a fucking farmyard animal, just chewing on grass
1: Yeah,
2: and have some fasting in your day if you can. And just think about like, one thing I always think about is your body is very adaptable and it will adapt to the stimulus that you give it. Mm. So let's say like a lot of people, yeah, they do cardio when they want to lose weight. Yeah. But they don't do any weight training. And I think about like there's different there's two different types of muscle fibers in your body, right? Yep. There's type one muscle fibers that are like a mofarer. Imagine him running long distance. Yep. Just like not very explosive. Yeah. But just moving over a long period of time. Type one muscle fibers, long distance used over a, a long span of time. Then you've got type two, like a sprinter, a hundred mm-hmm. meter runner. Look at the body shape of these people. Mo Farah, skinny, long distance runner. Sprinters, fucking hench. Yep. Explosive, they run. You've got to give your body signals and tell this, the body, what do you want? How do you want the body to look? How do you want the body to respond? So everything I look at is signals. Okay. I want to be muscular and big. I need to send signals to my body to be muscular and big. Okay. Therefore I need to train
1: more explosive stuff.
2: Yeah. I need to train and there's two types of training predominantly. There's strength training and there's training for mass, like in terms of, building muscle strength training is typically six five six reps and lower and then if you're training for actual size you want more volume you want more reps you want more time on the tension so you'd go for maybe 10 to 15 reps pick what you want because there's a lot of people that say the stronger you get the bigger you get in my opinion that's not true i know plenty of fat guys that are fucking strong as fuck. Look at the world's strongest man. Most yeah. of them dons are just big and fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know loads of skinny guys that can lift way more weight than me. Mm. Right? I know guys that are big and they look great. They're not that strong. Strong, yeah. A lot of people ask me for advice on certain body parts. How do you build this up? How do you like how do you build your legs up or whatever? I can't squat heavy. I can't lift I I I'm not particularly strong in terms of lifting weights in terms of squats deadlifts and stuff like that no so it's not down to just strength naturally the bigger you are the stronger you'll be yeah that could be fat that could just be just your height just everything so don't just what you need to focus on is progressive overload so when you every time you go into the gym you want to like improve but it doesn't have to just be weight on the bar. Mm. It could be maybe I'm lifting 20 kg on a certain exercise. Next time I go in, instead of doing it for 10 reps, I'm trying to aim for 11, 12, Mm. 13 reps. Yep. Yep. More reps. Yep. Or a lot of this, the thing, and this is a big one that I see people go wrong on is the tempo of their sets they do their sets way too fast. Okay. Especially the higher reps you go. It's easy to do a set of five reps, nice and clean, isn't it? Yeah. It's only fucking five reps. It takes, what, five seconds? Yep. Five to 10 seconds. But slowing it down on a, let's say you're doing a set of 12 to 15. Mm-hmm. The more reps you do, people tend to, and I've observed this when I'm training people, they they speed it up. The more reps they do, the quicker they try and get through yeah, the set. Yeah, 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 Especially yeah, yeah. if I tell someone to do 20 reps, the speed they go is nuts because they're yeah. trying to get to the 20 quickly. Yeah. Whereas if I told them to do free, set, free reps, they'll do it nice Clean. and controlled. Clean, mm-hmm. yeah. So if you're trying to build size, like muscle size, go for higher reps, so 10 to 15 reps, but keep the tempo nice and clean. So maybe one second on the explosive bit where you rise up the weight and then at, at least two seconds on the way down, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So just control the negative, clean up the form, lower the weight if you have to, choose the right exercises. If the lat pull down don't work for you, cut it. Mm-hmm. If the fucking bench press don't work for you, cut it. Find something different. Yeah, like instead of doing a lat pull down i do a uh, i go to the cable machine i stick um like a rope on there oh the the, the, that thing. the little rope or yeah, 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 handles yeah. any kind of handle that i can get i sit down oh, okay and i do it that way and i can feel it every single rep so sometimes you either got to adjust the exercise or change up the exercise completely yeah. don't do exercises that you don't feel that you're not going to get any benefit from it my muscle connections like super key
1: big facts big facts
2: i like
0: that a lot you know that was brilliant no This I got. Like, my day off from the gym is usually thursday morning because i stay up late to do the podcast yeah like i really want to go to the gym now. i can't
2: wait i'm getting in there yeah 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. tomorrow
2: morning i'm in there bro <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was very good, man. That was sick. You're in your fucking
1: bag. He's in his bag. That's so why I just yeah. shut up and just let man do his thing, bro.
0: Steph Curry from The line, man. Yep. He's going, going mad.
1: Not half the fighters here would do what I
0: do. I'm the first to get there and the last to leave. I get out of bed in silk pajamas in my heated, heated Range Rover seats with a nice massage on the back, heated steering. I still train harder than all these fools. All right, guys, we've made it here to the heated seats. On this one, there's going to be five questions. Yeah, there's going to be no multiple choices. I'm just going to ask you the question and you just give me the answer that comes to your mind. It doesn't have to be one word, it could be a sentence. It could be, you can give me a reason. Um, I'm going to give you space to talk. This should be good.
2: Welcome back to the stage of history. All
0: right, I'm going to start with you first of all, Kaya. Yeah? Yes. Here we go. What body part do you enjoy working on the most?
2: Uh, I would say legs. I enjoy the most. Love that, Brima. Same
0: question to you.
1: Chest. I love my chest now, man. It was something I never had before. I'm um, seeing the benefits, and um, it's great. It's great to have chest, mate.
0: Okay, Brima. I love that. Yeah. Well, how about this then? Second question, Brima. What body part do you least enjoy working on?
1: Back form is key I've seen so many people um, have long term injuries out of the gym and you've got to think about it your back is connected to so many major parts of your body so once you've done your backing you probably can't you know use your biceps well because of your back your legs and so back is the one that I don't like working the, the most because form is key mess around slip your disc you're out of the, the game for a couple of months
0: I love that. And Kai, same to you. Body part you least enjoy working
1: on?
2: I'd agree with Brimmer. I'd say back. Um, I feel like I have a hard time connecting my muscle and my mind to doing Mm -hmm. back. A lot of exercises I do for back, it's just A to B. I don't feel it. I'm just doing the motions. The only fun that I have doing back is doing like muscle-ups and pull-ups. But other than that, it's a struggle for me.
0: Interesting. I think I'd say the same thing as well. All right. Question mm. number three. To you, Kai. You have a choice of two. I want to give you two scenarios. You have a choice. Okay. Would you rather have a fat belly but perfect biceps, or skinny, stick thin, non-existent arms but a six-pack? <laughs>
2: Uh, I'd have a fat belly and the arms because I know I can delete the belly give me four weeks give me however long I'll delete that belly no chance I ain't got arms now so I'll take them I'll bite your hand off that for that so yeah I'm ready
0: (laughs) Brother, same to you I'll read it out again so fat belly but the perfect biceps or non-existent arms but a six pack
1: yeah non-existent arms and a six pack I'd rather have that okay. because yeah the fat bed is, is is a bit crazy isn't it <laughs> you know what I mean it can interrupt with what you're trying to do in the bedroom isn't it I'm not <laughs> going to get too explicit but apparently certain man their belly's too big is getting in the way of certain actions. so oh, I'd hate to be that guy but whereas if I got a six pack at least I can do what Liam did in Ibiza and take his top off the girl. oh you've got a six pack is the main thing people see isn't it so yeah I'd rather have that love that
0: don't look down (laughs) 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 right, (laughs) (laughs) Bruma. if you you could train in any gym or location in the world
1: (laughs) what would you choose (laughs) 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 he's still cracking up oh Oh, my lord that was funny Um, where would I okay so the gym i'll probably train ooh can i pick two no okay i'll probably train at the gym of one of my main guys jeff cavalea i forgot what his name of his gym is he's the guy i fully respect that guy and he sort of shows you the results the science behind it so it makes sense um I keep forgetting the keyword that Kai used about the muscle and the... Mind-muscle connection. Mind-muscle connection. He teaches you... He yes. explains it in a way so that when you go to the gym, your form is proper because you've got the mind-muscle connection to do it. Not yeah. just, here's how you curl. The reason why you need to flex your biceps is you got to get the squeeze. So he actually yeah, goes, yeah, well, I'd sick. love to train in that gym. It's yeah, sick.
2: I love him. Sick.
0: And same to you, Kai. If you could train in any gym or location in the world, where would you choose?
2: Uh, first thing to come to my mind is probably Miami um, I believe that's where a guy Chris Herrier that I follow um, yes. on Instagram he's fucking sick Fenex I love that guy just a tatted up sick guy does calisthenics I learned a lot from him um, I'd probably train I'd go there and train with him if I could um, other than that I'd probably go maybe Dubai and train with Mike Thurston you know for the blowjobs
1: Um, all
0: right that kind of like um brings us into the last question yeah for kai yes starting with you yes try to make it different from what you just said okay if you could work out with any human in the world who would it be
2: uh arnold schwarzenegger (sighs) good one that's one of my favorite guys like growing up I was a big fan of him watching terminator um recently i've been a bit mm, unsure about him because he was like in that game changers vegan documentary it kind of yeah, me okay. off a little bit i was like what are you talking about bruv mm. but i think that was all for money and you know power and stuff like that so i let that slide but like me and my son like we we watch like Arnold movies like every like weekend that we yeah. get a chance to he's, he's like our guy yeah so, yeah yeah that's gotta be the guy like one of the best bodybuilders ever I'll train with Arnold bruv
0: get to the chopper <laughs> get to the chopper <laughs>
2: see
0: you at the party Richard <laughs> um, <laughs> and Brimmer, same to you if you could work out with any human being in this world who would it be
1: it would probably be with a UFC uh, person okay, Because um, they have to use so many different parts of their body So they obviously train legs, little muscles that even exist yeah. and stuff So from the top of my head, it will probably be someone like Israel Um sick. Sick. I can imagine that the banter in between training yeah, would be good. sick as well yeah. um, Comes from, from a similar culture as mine as well yeah. Um, so yeah that would be sick to train with Israel Desanya. so yeah yeah
2: be, that that's sick amazing guys that's brilliant
0: that was this week's Heated Seats well done
1: yeah guys this has been great um, episode 25 um, a lot of gems from both guys you heard it from the man himself he's mentioned it to you in a few times stop eating like an arsehole focus on your form um try and also find the right time at the gym where it's less crowded so you can actually work on what you want to get i think we've all been victims to stepping in the gym and it's been a bit overcrowded and sort of Mm -hmm. just going on to the treadmill um and not actually going not actually getting to work on what you went there for it's been amazing a lot for me as well it's like i've kind of been listening in and also writing down notes and i can't wait to i guess listen uh, listen back and get more and more gems etc and i can imagine our listeners will pick up a lot of gems from this so guys the first burning question people are going to ask is this genius this you know i mean fitness guru you get i mean like where can we find him so kai where can the people find you mate find me on
2: instagram my at is my name, Kai Galligan. I also have a YouTube channel, Kai Galligan. Find me. Find him, bro DM me. Get in touch with me. And if you're serious about this thing, if you want to gain some weight, you want to lose some weight,
1: DM me, and we can get started. I got you. You heard the man, bruv. Even his, his initials give it away. <clears throat> KG. Kai Gallagher. what more do you want, man? Hit the man up. You get me? So Lee, same question. Um, you dropped some gems as well. Um, the people want to know where can they find you?
0: Uh, yeah, you can find me um, at the broke baller underscore um, on Twitter and Instagram. Guys, if you want any sort of fitness advice from me personally, don't bother. Um, and also, if you're here, if you're here listening because of me, if you're literally listening because you know me or you speak to me, I suggest if you enjoy going to the gym or you're inspired by this, just go straight to at Kai Galligan's page and speak to him. Because everything yeah. that I could tell you, he will tell you. So yeah. ignore me. Forget about me. My Instagram's not gonna show you anything to do in the gym. My Instagram's yeah. gonna show you about football and all other sorts of debauchery. You need to go to Kai Gallagher for the real information. That's all I want to say.
1: Absolutely sick. And that's one thing I didn't mention on this pod as well, which I've totally forgot to mention is like, um years back I've hit guy, Kai up um, on, a, on a no ego thing like, Kai, I see you working well and documenting your core work. Yeah. um You know, what would you recommend? I'm doing this and I'm not getting this result. So in this um, fitness world, don't feel shy to kind of reach out to people and Kai has offered. So yeah, please reach out. As for me, <clears throat> you can find me on Instagram. Um, I am Mr17.5 M I-S-T-E-R17.5. And also please don't forget to follow our Instagram page. So that's at the Call cool Center Podcast. And uh, we've got a lot of content on there. Um, please keep sharing feedback, share with your friends, comments, um, hit us all up or hit up our page. Um yeah guys this has been episode 25 of the cool center podcast thanks for tuning in peace